0: okay right now listeners i just asked him about he was talking about how awkward his fingers are typing and um i, I, I re- was just I saying was, i
1: wish they were more fluid I, I i see people who can type without looking and i know move and things I said, around on their sure. computer i can't do that I, mean, I
0: know but you're you are not you know in coordinated. General. yeah um i I'm, I'm i'm not either i'm not either but i was just talking to Sim about how I bet he I've never really seen him dance. We've Mm -hmm. known each other for a long time and I've never really seen him dance and then he started demonstrating how he dances which looks like he's kind of awkwardly punching a a boxing bag.
1: Have you ever seen that movie um, uh, Can't Buy Me Love? Do you remember the African Anteater dance?
0: No. Okay.
1: Well anyone that's seen that movie knows that Patrick Dempsey um, thought he was learning how to dance and there was like some African dance routine that he saw on some PBS show and it was like he was flailing his arms around. And yeah,
0: it around is and a little. You, de- you definitely looked yeah. when you demonstrated a little bit. That was there was a lot of flailing. So your mom, you said your mom gets mad at you.
1: Well, I mean, at weddings or, or, like, I mean, I can remember my sister's wedding where I was a little drunk and I was having fun. and I was dancing and I have my own style of dancing. Um, I love it that you call it a style. It's my own. It's my own thing. <laughs> I, I'm I mean, proud I, of it.
0: I well, you. I just I just want to see more of this. So, okay, so yeah, your mom I, I don't like, mind I don't mind do, dancing do at all. Have I like, like to clear dance. Do you a space
1: around you? A little bit. Sometimes I, you know, I could hit somebody cuz my arms do I use it's very arm heavy. Like I'll get my arms going a lot. But um my mom every time I dance and my family is around, she um she gets embarrassed and then at my sister's wedding, she pulled me off the dance floor and said, "Okay, that's enough. You can't dance anymore." Can
0: you say that with your mom's like say it as your mom?
1: Simran, no, that's it. Stop. Stop. You can't you can't do this anymore, okay? You, this is embarrassing. You can't do this. This is embarrassing. Stop doing this. Okay, go get another drink. I don't mind you drinking, but just don't <laughs> dance. <laughs> yeah. Did you listen to it? No, I wanted to keep dancing. It would say it's my sister's wedding. I was having a blast.
0: At your wedding, um the, I loved all the dancing. There was like the whole light bulb twist thing. Yeah, the
1: whole Bollywood Indian dancing. Yeah. Sure, sure. It's it become it, – the people get into it. It's, it's
0: really fun because there's only kind of one move. So even – I'm a lousy dancer. So even I could sort of get into it and do it. Right. And for our listeners who don't know what we're talking about, apparently you raise your arms up sort of above your head <laughs> and you pretend like you're unscrewing light bulbs. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> and I'll And I'll dance – that way to like you know popular dance music american music
0: would you do that at a club
1: <laughs> i think i have yes
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, it's, it's true I, i'm I pretty sure i have this
0: It's Anna Ferris. Thanks again for joining us tonight. I'm thrilled to um, have my dear friend, Jamie Presley, who co-stars on Mom on CBS with me. It's been wonderful getting to know her and and we've become really close. And I really hope you enjoy tonight's episode. Before we do that, though, um, a few listeners have inquired about um, some some of the callers that we've had, which I love because we read everything and I love it that um, people want to know uh, what's sort of the, the updates with certain callers and it's it's exciting for us. And so we're going to reach out to a particular caller right now, Thomas, who you may remember from the Aubrey Plaza episode, Thomas was um, had just relocated um, to Montreal from Toronto and he was had fallen hard for, um, a girl from Australia who had a boyfriend and, uh, and it's been Please, I, I really want to encourage everyone to keep, um, keep writing in with people that you found interesting. Cause it's really fun to sort of revisit and it's great. I love it that we've, um, you know, that some people made a connection with you guys. That's awesome. So we're going to give him a call right now and find out what happened. And right. Am I supposed to awkwardly feel in? No, alive? no,
1: I, maybe I was supposed to do that. You,
0: you're, I'm, listen, I don't know my words. <laughs>
2: uh,
3: hello?
0: Thomas! Hi! Hi, how are you?
2: I'm fine, how are you?
0: I'm good, thank you so much for revisiting this experience.
2: Oh, no, my pleasure, thank you for checking up on me. Well, it's, really it's nice, it's... Had a nice chat with Sim yesterday.
0: Um, I'm so glad. Well, yeah, we had a lot of people, um, uh, reach out to us wondering how you were doing. And it's, uh, I was just telling Sim how awesome it is that, you know, certain callers, certain stories sort of affect people in different ways. And, and, uh, yeah. we had a lot of people wondering how you were doing and thinking you were a great guy. And, uh, oh, so thank we, you. we wanted to, um, to hear an update. Um, uh,
2: well, things haven't really gone in my direction since. Um, I think she came to the conclusion she realized, you know, what was going on. And, uh, you know, but you guys did give me some sound advice. Like, you were spot on by saying that I fell for the first girl that was giving me the time of day in the new city. Uh, same with spot on, saying, like, this wasn't going to work out and all that.
0: Were, were we but, harsh, uh, though?
1: Um, I don't know if we were harsh, but I we really wanted Thomas to kind of see going on. We wanted to protect on. you. Yeah, we wanted to protect yeah. you, too. But it's... And then we actually remember, do you remember when we actually spoke to her as well? Yeah. Anna? Yeah. Um, you guys yeah.
0: were in the snow about to go inside. Right. Um, yeah. Oh,
1: no, I'm indoors at this time. So,
0: <laughs> so, um, so then, so what happened? So you guys were about to go into the pub um, and it was snowy. I think you were walking through the snow um, and she yeah. sounded delightful. Um, but, you know, as you, as you know, we were wary
1: of her. Yeah. Yeah. All of us. Well, it, it was it got, Aubrey, Anna, and myself. I mean, I I feel like
0: every listener. Apparently.
2: Yeah. Well, it ended about a week after that. Um, you know, I think she was getting, like, because she goes back home next week. And I guess with all of that happening, you know, she's kind of getting her life back to normal and realizing what was going on and just couldn't go on anymore. Right. Right. So, so uh, you know, it, it ended, and you know, you know I, Of course, I'm heartbroken over it. Like I, I cared for her very much. I know. But I also under, I also understood how wrong it was, and I don't want to be the reason. I never want I never wanted to be the other guy.
0: Well, did you? Here's the thing, too. It, it, like, do you? First of all, I'll just put it out there. I don't trust people who haven't been heartbroken. Um, I think yeah. it's an essential, uh, part of mm-hmm. becoming becoming a full human agreed but well, you um, need it
2: for growth 100
0: yeah yeah um but do you also you know how it's so easy especially when you're feeling lonely and vulnerable to um not re- we've had a few callers like this i think where you don't you sort of like you fall for somebody without really kind of knowing who they are without really examining their personality um and i don't know i like to think that maybe in the cold light of day that she was maybe not uh that you had you know sort of fantasized a little bit more of like who she was you know what i'm saying and
1: thomas i i agree with anna but you know remember at the end of the day you were not being treated fairly
0: that's true and
1: and um and it, it's I know this is hard and I know the way this happened to you was it, it, it's just awful and and but believe me you're gonna be so much better off because this happened to you like Anna said and yeah
0: and the you know the dude back in Australia too like he's he's gonna have his own journey with her <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yeah no exactly like they're gonna be off doing their own thing but yeah. you know what I think she was probably feeling the same as I was like I think she found a closeness with me that she was missing. And like, I don't want her, I don't want it to come down to her being a bad person because I don't think she is. I just think that, uh, we were both vulnerable and lonely. And then one thing led to another. And then, you know, now that her, her time's coming up to go home, she's just, what have I done now? You know what I mean? Yeah. granted, Granted everything is shitty and probably shouldn't have happened the way it happened. But I just I think we're both like guilty of like loneliness, you know. What I mean, I mean? Of
0: course, and that makes complete. Especially in the winter, you're in a new city. Yeah. It's like, the, yeah, of course. And listen, nobody, there's nobody out there that's innocent, and mm-hmm. if they are, yeah, they shouldn't be,
2: <laughs> right? Yeah, no, no. There's, but there's, someone's lying if they say that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> totally. But yeah. Um, I just hope you're doing okay, and I hope that, uh, and I'm, you know, I'm sure, uh, you know, you'll. You'll miss her. I I hope that as you go forth in sort of more dating journeys, that you don't um, compare too much of of your experience with her with your new journeys or you know new women because that's easy to do too when you romanticize somebody, especially as like uh, upon reflection, you know how memory sharpens itself to either a really positive thing or a really negative thing, and um, so just don't forget like. I think it maybe I've talked about this before like when I um I I completely romanticized my high school boyfriend and mm-hmm. was just devastated when he broke up with me like I would
3: mm-hmm.
0: I think at one point like I I I was just like sobbing in the middle of the night on on campus in the pouring rain like why me <laughs> <laughs> But then I read through some of my old diaries Mm-hmm. And I was like, it was such a relief because I complained a lot about him, and it was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, oh that's yeah. right,
1: like, like yeah. You, know. well, you can laugh about it now, and I feel like Thomas is going to laugh about it when he meets the right person.
0: Yeah, oh, I mean, I it, hope so. It's it's well, at the very least, it's a pretty good story. Like, oh yeah, that's I a call great story. I call the podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what like I got like I got some fun experiences out of it I'm not gonna you know dwell on like like losing her is awful for me but to be honest like I have a lot of good memories it was you know
4: uh
2: it's a good way to start my new life here in Edmonton and you know I'm not gonna be afraid you know I'm not gonna let a bad experience you know stop me from going moving on and all that like I've like you I've you know I've, I've dwelled on a past girlfriend before and it's like stop me from dating for a few years and you know, I'm not going to let that happen to me again.
1: Good for you.
0: That's awesome. Good yeah. for
1: you, man.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, Thomas, I'm, I, I'm, I'm on one hand, like I'm glad that if it were bound to happen, you know, if she was going to go back to Australia and, mm-hmm. and still be with this dude or whatever, and it, it would have been a long drawn out process of like, you know, weird, weird, Texts where she's occasionally like, I miss you too. Mm. How are you doing? Or whatever. And yeah. still giving you, um, like, I don't know, a little bit of threat of hope. Um, yeah. that would be painful too. And then you wouldn't be able to date cause you'd be like kind of waiting for something that, that, um, that may not happen. And, um, so exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm glad yes. I think you're,
1: the bandaid has been pulled off. You're starting fresh and you're good. You've got the right mindset. So yeah. this is yeah. and you're a good guy. But- you're a really good guy.
2: Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You guys are great too. Like, uh, you know, checking up on me is, you know, very sweet of the both of you. I really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, no, it's been, I've, I got a little bit of, uh, some self to uh, myself to work on and hopefully, you know, I'll meet someone new in the future. I mean, Edmonton's a big place. So.
0: Yeah. We'll and I, I don't think so. I think you sound pretty perfect. Oh, you know what? I said that you, I brief, I Montreal. said it wrong. I said that you moved from Edmonton to Montreal, but it's reverse.
2: It's the reverse, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. No, yeah. you're you're going to – I think the future's bright, and I, I feel like we have a lot of listeners
1: that want to date you already, so.
2: <laughs> oh, you, know, you guys found my Facebook feed? Just send them around already. Yeah,
0: you got it. Hey,
1: Thomas, you're a friend of the show now, so yeah. please stay in touch.
0: Yeah, please do. Oh, no,
2: I plan to. You guys are great. I'm still a big fan. I listen to your show every week. It's like a – so good it's oh so good.
0: thanks thanks well so, we're having a yeah. great time and uh and thanks for taking the time to talk to us again
2: oh thanks for calling thanks uh thanks for having me back on i really appreciate it all right
0: please keep in touch
2: all right you guys have a good one bye Thomas. bye bye guys
0: all right and now we will begin our evening with the marvelous jamie presley When I was in college, and I I really did not date a lot. I was I was very much a serial monogamist. I I used to say I was a monogamy
5: whore. Yeah, right.
0: tried to make a bad thing work. Yep. But um, I also felt like um, that uh, that um, oh my god, where am I going with this? Happiness, college dating. Oh, oh yeah, I know what it was. Rich people. Um, <laughs> because I didn't grow up wealthy. Um, I, and, and some people are different, but I was kind of repelled. Like I went out with two guys who had a little bit of money twice. I went out with them on two different dates or whatever. And I, I couldn't, I hated it. I hated Mm -hmm. the idea and it wasn't their fault. Um, and to a lot of people, it would have been really attractive to have mm-hmm. been taken out to a nice restaurant in Seattle, and taken around or whatever, but I felt like um, I was so proud that I couldn't. I it never sat easy with me. And so, that they had the money. Yes, and, and that and or just the idea that they thought, and, and maybe it that you were the arm candy and they were the big shot. Uh, well, I certainly was not any arm candy. Of, <laughs> you, come on,
5: <laughs> of course. Listen.
0: Um, but I I just couldn't, I was much more comfortable with a poor guy.
5: Yeah. Okay. So so maybe it was a fix. Well, I think, I think what it is is that when you're a strong woman, even in your most vulnerable times, your strength will come out.
4: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile. We like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot.
5: For, for me, it's funny that you say you dated two guys. I, I dated in my life two guys that had a lot of money. Like, I mean, ridiculous amounts of money. <clears throat> and I did it not just because I liked them, but also because I thought, I'm going to try this new thing where I date a guy who has got a job, right? <laughs> and- <laughs> try this new thing. <laughs> yeah. And um, the first one... Uh, was extremely intelligent, but very, very immature. Um, his intelligence is why he made so much money because he created something, uh, online that was innovative, um, and made hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, so I asked him at one point to, I was always having to fly to where he lived, fly to where he lived. And it just, I was like, I work too my job's important too. Why am I flying to you? So I made this big deal and I was like, you know, you could fly. I have a house too, you know, you could fly here. So he came and fly. The very first time he came, I said, Hey, would you mind uh, changing that light bulb? And he goes, Oh, just tell Blanca to do it. And I'll give her an extra 10 bucks. Blanca is my housekeeper of 15 years who's like a mother to me and family, and I wanted to stab him in the face. Oh my God, that is so weird. I wanted to stab him in the face. I'm like, wait, you can't change a light bulb. You're spoiled. You're The other one had someone literally who was in charge of making sure he had his wipes in his bathroom on tour. Okay, so here's the one, thing One guy one You guy. heard me, you heard me
1: <laughs> He had no other responsibilities
5: It was like, he had all he had to do was make sure his wipes was in the bathroom Were in the bathroom And that his um, tissue for his nose was um, uh, by his vanity set Vanity being keyword in this whole story. I mean, there was, it's like all of a sudden, and it didn't matter. Like, I'm just not an arm candy person. I'm not meant to be the girl that only speaks when spoken to. But, Jamie, can I give you a compliment? Huh.
0: You sure as hell look like an arm candy
5: person. <laughs> you
0: do too, lady. You are a hot, hot woman. Hey, when we all have our <laughs> hair, makeup, and perfect light, and following us hey, around, we're no, amazing. No, 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 no. <laughs> you, you are genuinely fucking smoking.
5: Oh, you're. You know what, lady? You're not half bad yourself. Mm. I appreciate it. We'll have sex after. Oh, please. Okay. <laughs> um, but no, I do think that there's something to be said about the fact that when you go with someone, it, w- when you're in this business or when you're any woman not even in this business when you're a woman who has a you know a, a, a high powered job and and you're someone who has a lot of people that work you know for you or you're the one that everybody's you know livelihood relies on right you have it's it's a lot of pressure it mm-hmm. can turn into a pressure cooker and sometimes you just want a sense of normalcy and you want to be normal at the end of the day you want to go just have normal conversation and have a beer and go out with normal people when you lose your anonymity like we do in our business if you're lucky enough which is funny because it's like i say when you lose your anonymity if you're lucky enough it's funny because that whole lucky thing works for and against you Mm -hmm. like if you lose your anonymity it's because you did something really great that everybody loves and 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 you had something successful whether it's a tv show or a film. Or numerous, right, where you hit it big. But, you know, so that's great. But then at the same time, the loss of anonymity can, can restrict you in so many ways. And it can, can kind of make you uh, crawl into, like I said before with you guys, the fetal position under the bed where you want to hide. And then all of a sudden now that we have smartphones, which when you and I started out in the business, there was no even Internet. Mm -hmm. So it's really hard for people who didn't come from the tech generation um, to kind of navigate nowadays if you have lost your anonymity. Because there's smartphones everywhere that are like walking around in everybody's hand, even 10-year-old's hands that have phone, I mean, sorry, that have uh, cameras and internet and, and all kinds of social media apps. So you can be up online in seconds and somebody, a 10 year old could create a story about you in seconds that makes you look like a monster. So you're always walking around looking over your shoulder. And I say this all the time, you know, when you, when you make uh, decisions based out of fear, nine times out of 10, it's going to be a bad decision. You know, if you're constantly looking That's over really your shoulder, yeah. when you're looking over your shoulder constantly because you're, like, afraid, you're going to trip because you're not looking forward. And there's nothing wrong with with the idea of being, like,
0: I'm human and this is, and I'm flawed.
5: I have to and repeat then, it to myself every day. I'm human, and I'm allowed to make a mistake. Yeah. I'm human, and I'm allowed to make and, a mistake. And, you know, we're in the position of our mistakes, you know. Could, we don't get to live them down. They they are forever now online. True, but you know what? They're not that bad. You know no, what I mean? Like, they're no they, different than anybody else's yeah. mistakes. It's just that ours are heightened because everybody – Wants to see, you know, it's that whole thing where they say they they build you up and put you on a pedestal, and the higher the pedestal, the fi- the you know, the harder the, the fall. Of
1: the fall, and then they everyone wants to come back. They want to see you. See
5: Everybody, yeah, they build again. you up, and then they want to see you fall so they can build you back. Everybody Robert loves Downey a comeback Jr. story. Robert Downey
1: Jr. is a perfect example. Of
5: perfect that. example. And by the way, might I say what an incredible human being he is? Um, generous and honest. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, you know, the best thing that we can do in our situation, or in any, anybody who is in a high powered position, and you don't have to be in the business to be in a high powered position. But you're going to be looked at, you're going to be, you know, people are going to wait for you to mess up. They're like waiting with their smartphone, you know, (laughs) to catch it. Um, If you follow anybody around 24 seven on a camera with a camera, you're going to see them mess up because you know what? They're human and humans aren't perfect. And, you know, I talk to mom, like when I talk to new moms, my first thing I say is I need you to get, or, or moms that are to be for the first time that are pregnant. Um, I always say the first thing you need to do when they say, do you have any advice Yeah, Get the word perfect out of your head. Cause there's no such thing. You're not going to be perfect. You're going to make mistakes just like you always have. It's just going to be a little different now.
0: And you also have to embrace the idea that you're going to feel guilty all the time.
5: Mom guilt's the worst thing. It doesn't go away. I don't, you know, I always thought it would get better. It doesn't. Because no matter how much I do for my son and no matter how much I'm there for him and I'm there for him all the time. You're an amazing mom. Oh, thanks lady. But I wasn't, I can't say that I've always been, you know, as attentive um, when he was first born, I was working on My Name is Earl. Well, they're fucking boring. Yeah, they're boring. <laughs> when they just sleep all day, what? I can't entertain you. You don't want to like, you know, go play tennis. You're like a year old. What am I going to do with you? Um, no, but when he, <laughs> when Desi was, my son was first born, I was still working on My Name is Earl and that was a single camera show, which means I had 15 to 18 hours of work a day. Of course. So you, you. You have this like strange battle where you have to figure out okay, now I have to not only navigate my, you know, through life and being famous and going to work and just dealing with the day to day on my own, I also have to deal with another human being who's actually way more important than me, who's gonna come first no matter what. And I gotta figure out how to do that. Especially in an industry that demands. So much. I mean, we're all, all of us
0: are, we're so fortunate, um, and to be able to, we're one of the, like the point zero 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 three percentage of people in the world who actually get to do a job they love. True. It's so rare, but it also demands sacrifice in every way because you can't, it, the op, the opportunities for a job are few and far between. You have to work really hard. So you can't plan a vacation. You can't think
5: about like, Oh no, everything. I always say it's that whole thing where you want to make God laugh, make a plan. Well, I love, um, being the only, the only good thing
0: about getting older <laughs> <laughs> is that I, I feel less and less, um, competitive with other women. Agreed. Or insecure or jealous. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. I mean, I'm not saying that I don't feel those things sometimes, but I, I, I definitely like, I look back at my
5: twenties and how God people say, do you want to, would you ever go back to your 20s? What would you do? And I'm like, I don't even want to think about what I would do. I just want to leave it what it was and let it go. And just, it's, Carp, I've compartmentalized it all I can tell you my ass was tighter Yeah well but, uh, <clears throat> We all had more collagen in our face Naturally <laughs> I mean you know There was a lot of things that were different But I wouldn't change Here's what I say I love getting older Because it means I'm still alive well, yeah, and I love getting older because I have better women in my life like, so do because I.
0: I can accept them.
5: But it's also we're making better choices with the people that we want to be surrounded by, that we allow to be in our lives. Every woman allows, you know, we all, every man too, we all allow. Yeah.
0: Speaking of men though, Sim, when you were in your fraternity, like, I mean, it's all different for men, but like in your 20, cause guys have a, their, their friendships, um, are stronger than because women's. they don't
5: look at detail like women do. Men see things as an overall picture. Women see things in detail. So we're constantly picking apart situations and people Yeah, and or, ourselves or it is like, and men like, don't. They just go, Hey, you're yeah, my buddy. You're let's my talk. Buddy.
1: Let's, let's, or like, let's grab a beer. If we have a disagreement, we talk about it for a second. We forget about it. We have another beer. We, it's we like won. one sentence and, and as it's much over. As I exactly.
0: don't like the concept. It's totally beneficial, like the the whole, like, sort of bro before hoe thing. Like, well, and letting things go. Right. Letting things go. But, dude, like, I mean, I'm sure that you had people you were competitive with in college oh, and absolutely. stuff. Oh, absolutely. I
1: think I still do. Sure. I mean, that's natural, of course. But it's – I think I, men compete. Com- oh, they absolutely. still compete.
0: They
5: yeah. yeah, but I think it's a different – Totally. Like, it's, it's not all about aesthetics so much as it is just about – Like, if there was a dude I, I
0: liked – I would have, like, in my 20, my early 20s,
5: I would have dropped all the girls in my life. If, Look, you like, know what I said, And I ab- did, I guess. <laughs> when it comes to relationships, that's very true and a great point. I used to say this all the time. The difference between men and women when it comes to relationships. A woman could be so tired, worked 10 days in a row, and exhausted with no sleep. But her guy says, you want to come over? And oh, she yeah. will put super glue on her eyelids to stay awake. Yeah. And she will go over there like crazy-eyed. Like, hey, can I make you dinner? What do you need? Blowjob, what do you want? Ah. <laughs> because that's what women do. Men will be like, if the woman calls and goes, hey, um, I got off work, I've got a free night tonight, you want to come over? The guy will go, I'm really fucking tired, I'm going to play Madden, but I'll see you tomorrow. I was just going <laughs> to say, play video games. Yeah, I'm going to play some football yeah. Madden. Or like,
0: yeah, you know what, maybe I'll be over in a few hours. And then never, never show, show up okay, so because
1: t- Ryan came over. <laughs> and <laughs> So this is for our male listeners then. So if a, if a, if a guy asks a girl, okay, do you want to come over right now? Do you feel like coming over? And, and you're
5: tired.
1: And, and, or if the woman says, you know what? I'm really exhausted today. I don't feel like coming over. Does that usually mean she's not interested? If she's not going to take the extra mile, go the extra I mile? See, yeah, because with a man, it
5: doesn't mean he's not interested in you. It just means that he really is just tired. No, he's- I'm talking about
1: the woman. Is a woman interested? Yeah.
5: Right. And so I'm saying the dichotomy between the two is when a man says, no, I'm not going to come over because I'm, I'm going to play Madden and I just Mm want to chill at night. It doesn't mean he's not interested in the woman. It just means he's just going to play Madden. He's not thinking about the other stuff. A woman, if she says, and this is my opinion, of course, but, and I'm sure everybody's got a different one, but I think women will agree if a woman says, no, I'm just going to stay home. I'm not, she won't answer the phone. Yeah. She's, it's (laughs) because she's not into you. Yeah. Right.
1: Right. So, I mean, this is, I mean, we have so many listener questions.
5: Yes. Okay. But we
1: talk about text messages, for example. Oh my God. Which can be
5: misconstrued
1: all the time.
5: Your perception of what someone texts you Mm -hmm. or what you text them is like, how many times have you struggled over the message you're going to send? You're like, "Mm, it could be read this way, this way, this way, this way. That's a woman. So they're like, it takes 30 minutes to send one sentence. A man will just send it. And not care. And, not and the care, woman right. sits there and reads it 10 different ways. Sure. And he'll be like, but I texted you yesterday. <laughs> but I texted you. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, wait, wait, Jamie.
0: Yeah. Because, um, all right, I, I, I could talk to you for hours. I want Sim to do um, a series of rapid fire questions.
1: All right. First question. Are you ready, Jamie? <clears throat> ready. If you could live anywhere in the world besides L.A., where would it be?
5: I'd go home. I'd go back to North Carolina and I'd live in uh, Moorhead City on the beach.
1: Your favorite cuisine?
5: Italian food.
1: Your favorite sport to watch?
5: Basketball. I'm from North
1: Carolina. Your childhood nickname? Chicken. Still is. The last spontaneous thing you've done?
5: This podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Long
1: pause.
5: (laughs) Uh, last spontaneous thing I've done. That's a tough one for That's a, a mom. It's a tough one for a mom because things stop being spontaneous. Um, just, I this is so boring, but just the other day, uh, because Desi is, my son is, is still, um, on break. They go back on Monday to school. Thank God. <laughs> um, but just randomly Humzy came home from work and. He was going to work out, and I was going to work out. And I was like, that sounds terrible. Would you like to go to sushi? And normally we both have these things that every day we have a routine, and it was like, yeah, let's go. And we just went. And it's so stupid and so small, but mm-hmm. it was great. Like, we just said go, and we went. And that's, as a parent, oh, very rare. Totally. That was a boring thing. But No,
0: no, no, but I can complete. And you know what? Parents
5: out there can totally relate to that yeah there's not a lot of spontaneity
1: what shows are stored on your dvr right now
5: how to get away with murder blacklist blackish uh i still love me some mariska hargitay law and order nashville
1: to keep my southern roots
5: in me uh i have lots of them
1: that's that's good that's a great answer Favorite 80s one hit wonder song? Oh, that's a good one. Jamie is a huge <laughs> music
5: buff. I am, because well, I grew it, up as a dancer. My mom's a dance teacher, so I was listening to like fucking Spyro Gyro when I was three. Nobody knows who that is. <laughs> um, 80s one hit wonder? I don't know if I have a one hit. Ooh! Oh, wait, this might be 90s. I want to sex you up. Oh, that's uh, that's na- good.
1: Color me bad. Color me bad. Color back. me bad. That's 90s, but that- we'll take it. We'll take it. Let's take that. Uh, last question. Your dumbest purchase.
5: <laughs> oh, there's a fucking
3: list. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile.
4: Um,
5: dumbest purchase. God, uh, that's a tough one.
1: We can skip it if you want.
5: I know because I feel like as
0: women, we, we have a lot of dumb we, purchases. Yes,
5: I can't really put my finger on that one.
0: Okay, like I I tend to purchase a lot of clothes that. I don't have the guts to wear Mm. yeah
5: that's a good one like i bought not not that long ago i bought a pair of shoes that you couldn't pay me enough money to wear (laughs) (laughs) i know they don't look like me they're not my style but they're gorgeous and my a lucky friend will you know i'm sure wear them one day but it's not something that matches anything i own
1: (laughs) sounds good are you ready to talk to some people let's do it let's get to
5: some color (laughs)
1: london ah
0: it's, and it's late there it's quite late it's late
1: i know hello brianne
3: yes
1: hi it's sim and you're on anna Ferris is unqualified with jamie presley and anna faris how are you
3: hi brianne hello lady hi hi how are you guys good, good. how are you thank you for letting us call you so late it's not that bad, actually. Oh, it's actually two a.m. Oh late. no! Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, so you're like
5: us. Two a.m. is the nine a.m. nine you know, p.m. to most you know people.
3: What? Two a.m. is not bad when you're stuck on one level on Candy Crush and binge watching Homeland. <laughs> so you're good. Word, <laughs> lady.
0: I love it. You're doing. You're doing. You're multitasking. That's a woman for you. Yeah.
1: So Absolutely, Bonnie. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, wait, Bonnie, no, your name is Brianne. Brienne, you're 33, yeah. and you feel like your age is terrifying the guys that you date. So tell us what you mean by that.
3: <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so 33, and I recently relocated after being in a long relationship. I left that so that I could move, and I thought, you know, living in a new city, being single again, it would be really fun. And then it turned out that, yeah, my age seems to really terrify men. So I've been going out with these guys, and I I look a little bit younger. So I think they don't really quite expect it. But when they ask my age, and I say 33, they get kind of deer-in-the-headlights look. Um, How, How old are these men that you're dating? Yeah, they're my age. That's the worst part. They're in their 30s. Oh, so one-
5: are you sure it's them that's terrified, or is it you that's terrified to tell them your age?
3: No, I don't mind telling them my age at all. It's just when I tell them my age, they react terrified by how old I am.
5: Because, But you know what? That's probably because, like you said, you look younger than your age, so they're right. like, holy shit, she's 33? I thought she was 23. That's a good thing. Yeah, I think that um, unless they...
0: Do you you feel like the relationships don't follow through because of that moment?
3: Um, Okay, let me give you an example. I went out with a guy who does risk management, and I am not making this up because it is too horrible to even make up. He works in risk management, and he told me that he would not go out with somebody my age Uh, normally wouldn't go out with somebody my age because women after 30 want to have a baby and he doesn't want to do that. And he literally said that my age was a risk. A a risk. What
5: kind kind of risk?
3: Risk is in he didn't want to have a relationship with somebody my age because he would expect for me to suddenly go like, okay, let's now get married and have a baby in the next,
5: yeah. Has he met a woman of today because we don't fucking <laughs> want to get married. And if I want a baby, I'll have one. You're good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's it sounds it sounds like um well first of all, you know, as actresses and I, I don't I'm sure that Jamie can um can uh, will have my back on this. Um there's there's a temptation although now you can't at all lie. But but there was a temptation and tradition of women lying about their age. So you're sort of ingrained with the idea of shame being associated with your age. Mm-hmm. And I find it really liberating me being like, yep,
5: I'm 39. I know I don't behave like it, but I am. I love saying I'm 38. I fucking love saying I'm older. I wouldn't go back to my 20s if you paid me. But
0: I think <laughs> – but it is – it it is. Um, it's just. A, it's it's an unfortunate thing that we, as women in all over the world, have to sort of deal with the idea that um, that. That a lot of men want, you know, that young 20s. Whatever. Yeah, but then
5: when they get that, that shit gets old real quick. And, and they want to go to where they're comfortable with someone who understands them and yeah. can have a conversation. And this dude's an idiot to
0: think that if he was dating a 22-year-old that she wouldn't necessarily want to have a baby. You know what? In fact, if anything, she's the one who's going to be like, I need a ring on it uh, so she can get some financial security or whatever
3: exactly that's the, the worst thing is the fact that actually when it comes down to it I'm the m- most like terrified of commitment of people that you could probably meet I mean I've been in long-term relationships and every time it gets too intense I, I bail and so, it's not just yeah women because- have
5: taken over the role of men in that situation so wait now how are you normally
0: meeting men
3: yeah, it's usually through kind of work industry things or maybe at a party. There have been, shame, shamefully, a few Tinder dates, but... No, no, there's nothing shame. shameful about no, that. No, no, no. You You've <laughs> seen how many millions LA are here. on it? <laughs> nothing to be
5: ashamed
0: of. Yeah, no, there's we're, there, you're surrounded in, especially, you know... I mean, everyone now, there's no shame in that at all, but it's just shameful that... Um, and maybe Sim has some good, um, advice on this too, because Sim has had his, uh, share of, um, dating, uh, socially online, but, I have. <laughs> but so I think that there's like a, I think a lot of, a lot of times too, though, dudes just, they just want to have a one night stand right especially Sam?
1: on tinder yes but you know what the, the quality men are not going to be concerned about your age and you need to remember that so if and if that if a guy ever brings that up again you know what just tell them to go fuck off and then and then you know what you you'll meet somebody else you meet you'll meet a great guy just keep at
3: no it. i think i think there's
0: a craftier way to play it
3: really yeah that's what i'm wondering i think there's probably a craftier way to play it i mean what do you think?
5: Wait, that- wait, wait. What do you think there's a craftier way to play it, too? What are your thoughts on that? What do you actually think? Because usually our gut feeling's right, but we typically don't go with it because we're afraid to. So what do you think?
3: I, I, that's why I, I wanted unqualified advice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, my I'm going to give you some unqualified I advice there's then. there's a craftier way to play it, what is it?
5: <laughs> I, I think in general... Confidence is really sexy, whether you're a man or a woman. I think we all think that. And I think that when you say, if they say, how old are you? And you say 33, there might be a chance that you're subconsciously not even, you don't even realize it. But when you say 33, you're saying 33 with a grimace as if 33
3: no, I'm totally cool with it. To be honest with you, the weirdest thing is just the reaction that I get after I say it. And it, I- Honestly, I think 33 is quite young. I don't know. It a is. With It's it. like it is. it's
5: like 23 nowadays. And you know
3: what? And it d- shouldn't even matter. I mean, like no, like, age
5: doesn't matter. Experience in you know life does. Absolutely. Guess what?
0: We can't fight
5: against this. This but here, is just happening. And the older you get, we're like left the station. Women are like men now. It's not just men that age like fine wine. Women do too. So here's the thing. I think at the end of the day. You need to start dating older men.
1: No. (laughs) How much older, Jamie? Jamie, how much older? Oh, I
5: just mean, even if it's like two, three years older. No. Because if you're dating somebody who's exactly your age, if you're only looking at men your age, it may not work, cause I'll be honest with you. No, that same thing that I they've mean, was always... But the I
3: guy who was 36, and he had the same problem, and he's only three years... He's three years older right, than Right, but,
5: but here's the deal. I don't know that age is necessarily always the problem here. There could be other mm-hmm. reasons, but the bottom line, and not not necessarily your fault, but maybe their own reasons um, mm-hmm. and their own insecurities, its it's not really... Remember, they've always said, like, uh, what is it? Women, um, are seven years older.
1: Uh, it's, are you talking about, uh, the, uh, the
5: maturity wise?
1: Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, is I, it dog I think years?
5: Way more it's like dog that. years, um, or, or is it four years? There's like, we're so much older. So like mm-hmm. if, if I'm 33 and he's 33, I'm about six years ahead of him maturity wise.
3: <laughs> that's the, to, I,
5: but that's the truth. I have to go
3: way into forty. No, you don't.
5: But just FYI, forty ain't that old.
3: <laughs> no, I know it's not. I know it's not. But I thought, you okay. know, I, there could be a decent age range from anywhere from like. 27 until like maybe 42 would be sort of the sophistication age range yeah
5: and you're right 27 not so much when it comes to a man and you being 33 because you're going to have way more life experience and understanding of not only mm-hmm. life but your a uh, bit of relationships and yourself mm-hmm. women see things in detail men see things as an overall picture so you're going to look at things and yourself you're going to understand things a little bit better than a guy your age might and i but i would say
0: though if if this is if this is something that you're you're feeling i would resist the temptation to reassure a man that you're not even that into you know what i mean by saying by saying something like I don't even know if I want kids. I don't know if I, you know what I mean? Like, don't you like Most women are having I, I would kids keep, at 40 now, mm-hmm. 33, I, should but I would keep that information private until you mm-hmm. really like somebody and, and then you can, because I just wouldn't want you to fall because, and I say this because this is something that I would do. I would be out on a date or something like that, and I, if I were in your position, and somebody to say, you know, if if I, they looked at me with like, um, you know, a little bit of like, what you're thirty-three, I I would, because I'm a needy person, I would say something like, but you know, I, I don't, you know, I, there's a lot of things I want to do in life. I want to travel the world. I want to have different careers. I want to. I'm not even sure if I want to ever settle down. Even though I'm not like that at all. I mean, I, I don't know. If, you sound like you might not be, but I totally, you know, I love being married, and I love committed relationships, and I wanted to have a child. I I didn't get, I didn't want to do it until it was right. But um, what a turnoff for that guy! I mean, I I I feel like you should restructure it in your brain, like that guy, like. W- Gave you a big turnoff as opposed to you being the turnoff. That's a great
5: way to look at it. And I, I totally agree with Anna. I think, I think we have to change our mindset sometimes because sometimes we're a little too focused on the wrong area. And maybe you're a little Mm -hmm. too focused on your age more than they are. And I think what she just said makes a lot of sense. I would, they weren't right. Move on. Keep it moving. consider
0: dating guys that maybe you, you might think, On paper, are losers.
1: (laughs) What do you mean by that exactly? (laughs) Because
5: the guys that are good on paper typically are Are, not the ones we should be with. Those are those fucking
0: dicks that say like, "Oh,
5: (laughs) look, I was married to one for a whole (laughs) year." <laughs> um, and it looked amazing on paper, and then when it actually was real life, it was the worst thing that I've ever done and the worst decision I've ever made. And I, and, you on know, paper, is not good in real life. When
0: I met my most amazing husband, Chris, he was a successful actor, but um, but he also lived in like kind of you know I hope he wouldn't be too insulted if I said this, but he lived in a total like broded out apartment. That's there was normal like, for a single day. There was yeah. like dart board. There was like darts in the wall, and it was there like was a bachelor a mattress. Pad. N- not even a bachelor pad. Not like black leather or anything. There was like a mattress on the floor with sheets that probably hadn't been changed for a long
5: time. It was humzy, and,
0: <laughs> and a bathroom that. For sure, had not been cleaned for a long time. <laughs> Where they
5: don't wash the towels they use, they just—they're still wet from the shower before, so they just put it in the dryer, dry it, and yeah. then use it again. That but, kind of shit. But and I had a successful career, and um, and yeah, and, and he did too.
0: But I, but I was at the time, you know, I I, w- I had a little. Like, you were bigger than him at the time. I can say, it, you yeah, can. <laughs> and, I, and I'm a couple years older than he is, but I really. I saw some qualities in him that if I wasn't that earlier, I wouldn't have picked up on like earlier in my life, which was, you know, he was incredibly talented, but besides that, he was also really kind, really popular. I had never dated somebody that people just really wanted to be
5: around. Yeah. Like guys have man crushes on him. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. and, And, and he had like, you know, a bunch of friends that were, like not necessarily successful at all, but just like normal, but normal people. dudes. And I really loved and he and he was unbelievably considerate towards me, which and, is something you
5: and I both were not used yeah, to until the relationships that's were right. in now. That's
0: right. And it so just, it's kind of hard to take. And right. maybe
5: your mindset should be changed in general to where you desert, you know, Know in your heart, you deserve better. You deserve somebody who's kind. You deserve somebody who loves you for you, who doesn't look at an age. You deserve somebody who wants to be around you and somebody that makes you laugh. Laughing is yes, very yeah. important. Somebody it's not always aesthetics. He if could, he makes you laugh, that's going to last forever, but our looks won't.
0: That's true. And he could be a waiter um, or, whatever, or like whatever whatever the job um that this person has in your future, as long as they are passionate about um whatever they do, as long as they're kind and as long as they are i, I just think that now, especially with online dating, there's so much uh pressure put on the um like whatever job this person whatever said person occupation, yeah, mm-hmm. so
5: right a lot of really great people could be overlooked, and there's um look. There's you nothing wrong saying? with dating the poorest guy in the room because nine times out of ten he's going to be the most charismatic, loving, kind, generous,
0: and, and, and yeah. And as long as as long as they don't like, as long as they as long as there's an aspiration or a passion about about something. As long as he has a goal, like it, 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 and whether the goal or not is they isn't to live it. off of you. But if it's like <laughs> you know somebody who loves to write or like perform or, or, you know, or whatever it is, um, as long as they have a optimistic personality, whether or not they achieve the end goal, I think that, um, that, that, so when, when you're doing online dating, don't overlook, um, people that, um, on, on your gut level seem just decent and really good, you know? As opposed to the flash of a fucking risk management (laughs) dickbag. Do you still have his number? We're going to call him.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm certainly not um, eliminating people from my life because I think that they're not good enough or they don't earn enough money or anything like that. But also, when it comes to online dating, the question has always been, I think, for many people, like, do you look for somebody who you think is on your level? I mean, it's... it's Maybe don't look know, for somebody that's equal
5: to you, because at the end of the day, what makes a really health relationship is... A relationship where you're in it and there's two teachers and two students if you're the teacher every time and they're always the student you're in you're going to eventually get sick of them because you're going to be all taught out and learn nothing and be completely understimulated. if you're if there's two students and there's two teachers then that means you're both going to learn from each other and you're both going to be able to give and take and that's what makes it healthy i think
0: Jamie's a really wise woman, but I will say she's wrong. She's right and she's wrong about two things here.
5: Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra.
0: She's wrong about the older guys, and, but she's right about the same. My
5: guys a year are younger than me, so I'm not saying. <laughs> I was too. just suggesting if it's an age thing, maybe no, try somebody else. No, because older. I
0: think that when – like there tends to be an older man obsession with age.
5: When I say older, I was <laughs> talking two, three years. I didn't mean 20. But you know what I mean? <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Sometimes no,
0: I it gets – but Jamie is totally right about the sense of humor and – um and like and i mm-hmm. and like somebody who is posting a lot of vain pictures of themselves mm, on their profiles mm-hmm. yeah that's a no go <laughs>
5: gross <laughs>
0: <laughs> so i say i say look for humor and uh, and and stay confident and guess what you know what did what did betty davis say that Growing old is not for the faint of heart. That's
5: exactly what she so, said. So, and, and other incredible tru- like things. the sad
0: truth is, Brianne, we are, you know, it's the unfortunately, the time thing is uh keeps happening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Brianne, do you feel like Did Anna and Jamie helped gave you out? you unqualified advice. Yeah, I
5: do. Actually. I, I mean, it was it really went. unqualified. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much, and thank you so much for staying up and waiting for our yeah. call. Yeah,
5: yeah, that was awesome. Thank
0: and, you, and uh, and yeah, and i th- I think I think the important idea though to take away is is look outside the box in terms of uh, in terms of dating. Yeah, yeah, don't pigeonhole yourself, and and don't but and don't uh, don't look for flash, and don't listen too much about what your girlfriends say. That's also a, no. an important thing.
5: No, and here's why. She's very true yeah. when you get old, when you get a little bit older, you can listen to your girlfriends uh-huh. because they'll be as experienced as you are in making mistakes. When you're a little bit uh-huh. younger, you're still in uh-huh. the middle of making mistakes. And here's the thing, uh-huh. dating y- you want to date. Like I remember somebody saying you dated so many different people like Jesus. And I'm like, yeah, cause I didn't get married straight out of fucking college and end up having to stay with somebody I didn't know and don't like. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Dating, remember, dating is all about figuring out what you like and don't like, what you do and don't want to put up with, what you can and cannot take, and what you will and will not take. So date until you figure out all those things. And then each person you date, you're going to take something from them that you like and then realize things you don't like. And as you go along in your dating process with these different people or whatever, you're going to realize who you need. And who you want. And
0: you've got a good gut. And I just don't want like one of your lovely girlfriends to say to you, oh my God, why do you like that dude? He's like a little heavy.
5: And it's like, and, you know what?
0: It's like that- she might not like that, <laughs> like, but you might. Of uh, the best people, I think are diamonds in the rough.
1: You know?
5: Preaching to the choir. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so
0: so you don't need like somebody who presents themselves as a diamond but really they're just a fucking cubic.
5: Look, last thing I'll say this in the south funny. where I'm from, in the south we say presentation is everything. And that means everybody shows up looking like they're straight out of a J Crew magazine. Everybody's all, you know, perfectly done and the families look great and everyone looks happy presentation is everything we all present ourselves as everything's great and then behind closed doors everybody's just fucked up as the next one (laughs) so instead of looking for how people present themselves right off the bat and what they Mm -hmm. dress like and how they smell and if they said the right things and you yourself be yourself instead of presenting yourself in in another light that later and is going to kind of also fade away.
0: Also, too, though, there's also another issue here, too, that like, for the instance that you gave us, that guy in his, it was, like the issue for him probably was so much less about your age, although he probably couldn't recognize this, but much more about him, for whatever reason, needing to make you feel small. And... That's a lot of the time. And, and bad. And so, those are the people that in general, friends, relationships, family members, anybody who, who whose agenda is, is, is to make you feel, because even if he was Bottom thinking line, that anybody who a has normal agenda person wouldn't say that out loud, mm-hmm. kick even out. if that's what his fear was, he would, a normal person would never say that out loud.
5: Okay. I said, I was not going to say anything, but that's never true. So here's the thing. Chris, <laughs> Chris Rock has an old stand up. Uh, in his comedy act where he talks about when you start dating someone you're not dating them you're dating the representation of who they think they need to be in order to get you
4: Mm -hmm. right
5: Right. so all of us in a sense when we're meeting somebody for the first time and we start dating them we're putting our best foot forward and kind of being a better version of ourselves or like a I pretended to know what football was right right I'm come from North Carolina where basketball is a religion I don't know fucking football Humzy loves football he granted loves basketball too but I didn't know football either and I pretended I loved it I don't still but I watch it I would listen <laughs> to more Chris about it now play guitar yeah hey
0: and I told him I loved it and I I do yes. I do. but, but there's things you know, that you do and, and I told there's... him I loved elk meat that he right. shot
5: yeah <laughs> look there's lots of things we do hey bottom line is like I said pres Presentations, everything, and when we're putting our best foot forward and trying to present ourselves, what Chris Rock was saying is we present ourselves, it's like the representative of who we think we need to be to get somebody. And then six months into the relationship, all that shit goes away, and the real colors start showing, and you start seeing who that person really is, because now they're comfortable, and they're like, "Ah, oh, fuck it, that's too much work, I'm just going to be myself. And this, so about six to eight months into the relationship, you start seeing who that person really is, and at this at our age I feel like in your 20s you can do that you have the time. Now it's like look tell me who you really are don't waste my time because if we work we work if we don't we don't. And for you right. you're not old enough you're not as old I mean we're not old either we're still cool. young but you're 33 you're really young. So you you don't have time. If somebody's going to be who they are and tell you like it is and be them, themselves and you can tell when somebody's being a representative of themselves and and when they're being who they really are. You can also Mm -hmm. tell when you're doing that. So you got to check yourself sometimes too and go, am I being the really true, my true self or am I being who I think I need to be to get them to like me?
0: Yeah. In the dating world, uh, women tend to fall into the position of salesperson Mm -hmm. and men tend to fall into the position of, you know, a well are, like, what are you gonna like? I'll I'll pay for this dinner, but you are you know is it, is it gonna be worth it to me?
5: You know what I mean? And, and- I think nowadays because women are a lot stronger though. Men are having to go mm-hmm. into the sales place too. Yes,
1: absolutely. Right? Well,
5: absolutely. you got to that's yourself because
0: too. but Sim agrees with that because he's a really good guy. Aw. So that's why
5: let's well, don't put all guys into a bad category though. <laughs> no, no, do, no, no. I do and not not that you were, but I just for the men listening, I want you to know we're not we're not trying to mend that male bash here. I'm just saying that, like, I think everybody at certain times are put into the sales position because when you really like somebody, you try to sell yourself because you want them. So yeah, but
3: didn't
0: you ever find yourself?
5: Like, get somebody even, that wants to sell themselves to you.
0: Even when I didn't like somebody I still craved I wanted them to fall in love but with me. But that's
5: because women don't like being alone and we want to be with somebody so we're constantly trying to but, sell ourselves so we're not but alone. But even else,
0: even like on like a nothing date, even at like a party if I was talking to a guy or something, I would find myself even even if he was atrocious, I would still find myself attempting to get the attention or like when like have him walk away from the encounter feeling like man that girl's fucking cool
5: but that that's our own issues why why do i need that person to think that because at the time at the time you weren't in a place of self-love you were in a place of self-wonder you were still figuring yourself out and i think we've all been there i still might be in that i don't i mean i'm married with a child happily and i still want everyone to love me but that's not uncommon there's nothing wrong with that and let's be real we're both actresses everybody in this fucking business wants somebody to love them that's true that ain't that's that's not new you're not alone What do we do to ourselves i don't know we sold ourselves to the devil
0: um so listen trust your gut and find find a funny man find a diamond in the rough
3: and, and remember so that
5: choose, you're
0: I better than you think my, you are.
3: Uh, Ex boyfriend who's a comedian. <laughs> oh no. no, no,
0: no, 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 no! Not saying that. Sorry. Whoa. No, 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 no. No. I love comedians. They are tricky ones to date. And right
5: now, I'm sitting across from a comedian. Um, they're they're tricky to date. Look, they say in the theater, "Smile now, cry later." That was really something that a comedian wrote. Because the truth is funny people can be funny in front of everybody and then behind closed doors, they're just as sad as everybody else on occasion. There's no difference. So it it doesn't mean that, you know, because I was really funny today that I didn't go home and cry because of something else.
0: Maybe, you know, what I mean, I guess I think what Jamie and I are talking about when we talk about humor is somebody that also laughs at at your jokes too. Yeah. And, and who, you know, the sort of the, the, or somebody who can make the best out of a bad situation. Like if you get the worst table at the restaurant right by the kitchen or whatever, somebody who's still going to be like,
5: Happy to be sitting there with you and making a joke to make you feel better right. and not worry. Right. They're going to they're gonna make a joke that makes you feel better about sitting there because right. they don't want you to worry. Somebody that's kind enough to care about your heart and not so much their own, no matter what, mm-hmm. that's what matters. I'd rather right. somebody make me laugh all day than somebody that makes me. You should move you know,
0: to Los Angeles. No, just <laughs> don't.
5: <laughs> yeah, and uh, thanks for calling.
0: Thank um, you
1: so much, Brienne. And uh, get some uh, sleep. Good night. Uh, and we yeah. really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, and listen, right. there, there. Yeah, like uh, there's. A, understand, there's a whole lot going on more than the age thing. You know what I'm saying? If with all these other nuances. Yeah,
5: age is nothing but a damn number now. They've been saying it for years, but now it's actually true. We age like fine wine too.
3: Oh, you guys are sweet.
5: It was nice talking to you. I hope you have a good afternoon. Oh, thanks. Thank you, you too.
3: Sleep well. Bye. All right, bye-bye.
0: Jamie, do you have any idea how fine my pussy is going to be at 93?
5: I can only imagine. <laughs> have you ever thought about Betty White?
0: <laughs> that is some fine pussy.
5: That's some good <laughs> vagina right there.
0: Yeah. That has been oaked. Hey everyone, uh, thank you so much Wait, I have to take a sip of water Ugh. Um, Thank you everyone so much For listening once again To Unqualified And I want to thank my dear friend Jamie Presley, my partner in crime She's the best Ain't that the truth, I mean the partner in crime part And she's also a truth teller Mm, word Thank you for giving great advice I really Thanks for having me later. And it was fun I hope you come back I would you're love really to come back good at anytime. this Anytime You're really, really good at I'm this I'm really
5: good at unqualified advice
0: Um, And I uh, also want to tell you That you have an incredibly tight vagina Thank you And I know I
5: think you do too Thank I'm, you I'm pretty Hannah. sure Really? I mean, I'm assuming
0: Well, remember that one night? That- oh, yeah yeah, pretty much fact um okay please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on itunes and um and yes and and tune in once again we're still growing and learning and we're unqualified